it's night time to catch up on what's happening over there at Yaru Nyambaburu. Recently, they've uh, had a, a new board uh, come in to just uh, uh, take on uh, the next step in uh, the future directions Yaru Nyambaburu will be taking. I have the privilege of having a Deborah Pigram and Jahani Mamad with us, who are both co-chairpersons of uh, this new board at Yari Nyambaburu. Welcome uh, to both of you. It's nice to have you in the studio, Debbie and uh, Jahani. Hello. Thanks, Sam. Morning. Thanks for having us. Yeah, you're more than welcome. <laughs> Debbie, you've been very much uh, at the forefront of... Uh, Yaru business for a number of years, uh, being a chairperson in your own right, formally. Uh, tell us of why these changes and a new board is now being put together for NBY. Um, <clears throat> as we said on the um, with social media and stuff, that there there was some consultation being done and the community had brought it to um, the notice of um, Muramala, um, Yaru Muramala, who is the holding company of um, Yaru. So it sits in between PVC and NBY. Their job is solely to make sure that the philosophy of um, Mawalian is followed all times. So business can go cultural ways as well as commercial ways and we have to stay true to ourselves community and the country. Um, some There were some concerns um, that was tried to be um, worked through and at the end of the day um, it was in the best interest of Nyambaburi, Yaru, PBC and NB, um, Muramala, um, the directors of and the outgoing directors of N, N, um, Nyambaburi, Yaru resigned um, and that doesn't stop e any of them putting in again when the um, AGM is called. Um, any of the outgoing directors can definitely put their name back into the arena and maybe chosen again to sit on. The board, incoming board, is an interim board. Um, <clears throat> and then, then um, at the AGM they, they'll be replaced or will move forward to see the next next step, next stage. Jahani, if I could bring you into it, you've also been a long-time board member. <laughs> you've also had political <laughs> aspirations, so you're very much across the board when it comes to doing business. Uh, With Yaru. In, in, in both areas, whether it be culturally or in the world we live in. Yeah. Uh, I, I've been a, a Yaru PBC director since 2016, so I got re-elected in 2019. Um, yeah, before that, I was a you know ranger coordinator. Actually, during that time, I was a ranger. Um, I worked as a ranger coordinator um, in another role as well. It was a really big name that I can't remember, but it was a big name. It's sort of um, <clears throat> the role was a new role. That's why I'm struggling to remember the name. But basically, uh, as an engagement uh, coordinator type person that sits in between the cultural space and the legal entity at Yaru. Um, to, to make that sort of an easy sort of um, segue. <clears throat> but um, 
also being a sort of a coordinator of cultural activities back then as well. But um, my role on the board since 2016 was only as a PBC director. Um, being familiar with things from that point of view as a representative for community, you know, elected by community. <clears throat> um, it, 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 putting my hand up to sit on the board came from a passion. Um, and so I feel, felt it was important to, you know, nominate again back in 2019 because the passion was still there. And, uh, hopefully my experience for those first, that first term was valued. And so I carried that on to the next term. But with the recent changes on NBY, um, there were, we, we needed to have some people sit in, jump into those seats as NBY directors uh, until just until the next AGM. Eh? So it's like an interim, um, you know, position uh, for all of us that are currently on the NBY board. And you know, it's not just myself and Deb; we're, we're both the co-chairs. We, we've decided on that um, because we were equally passionate and um, wanted to be chairs. And so we we said, "Oh, well, that'll be good." But why don't both of us sit on there with with Deb's experience and and my um, you know, ambition, I guess. Um, we can work as a team just through this interim sort of status. We've got uh, Maxine Charlie, who jumped on board as well. She's a used to be the chair of Muramalayaru, and uh, so she's got very valuable experience from that end and also as a community member. Then we've got Jasmine Cook. She's a ranger, Yaru ranger, but she's also a, a Yaru PBC director. So she, she comes on with experience from, you know, on country, working within the NBY space as a, you know, like a, uh, what's the word? <laughs> like a, um, you know, just so, like a partner. So the Department for Biodiversity Conservation and Attractions, obviously our joint management partner, so she comes in with that experience as well as the PBC experience as well. <clears throat> then we've got, we've got to have on the board, we always have to have um, an independent director, but we've got two, which is the normal layout. And so one is Brendan Rankin, who's, uh, he used to be an NBY in, in Employee, yeah, employee as well uh, in the CDU department. I think he's got a lawyer background as well, and so he comes with a lot of experience involved with Yaru uh, and very passionate for looking after community and country as well. <clears throat> then we've got Lincoln North. Lincoln North comes in with a lot of um, background experience with Yaru as well, um, and you know, passion again. So everyone on the board <clears throat> has a like a strong connection with Yaru and a passion for Yaru, but also have the ability and skills and um, experience to help drive us through till the next AGM, which is when hopefully we get a lot of you know interest from Yarra community to put their hands up and jump onto the board and maybe take over. Yeah. Deborah, your passion, warmth and nurturing experience has given much guidance as it has done over the years. There's been a few changes earlier this year with uh, firstly the recognition resignation of your CEO, former CEO, Susan Bergeson. Is this why there has been changes made? Um, I think the resignation of Susan, who's part of our community, and she's, she's well respected within Yaru. Um, Susan, um, for her own reasons, um, handed in her resignation. Um, she's very passionate about um, Yaru, um, the economic side of things, the cultural stuff. She's been involved in all those things from from the time of being the second to um, Peter, Peter Yu. Um, so she became the CEO and then the new board was elected and unfortunately it resulted in, a, in her resignation. But due to other circumstances, 
she's resigned, but um, yeah, I can't see that there couldn't be a future having Susan back into our arena at some stage. It mightn't be the immediate, but in the future there may be. Um, I'll, yeah, that's all I could say about it. You'd have to ask her about that. But definitely she's very well respected. Her, um, her, com her compassion is um, something that goes without anyone judging that of her resignation. Um, sometimes you have to do things for yourself and she needed to do that. So her mother, Leanne, um, needed to be right, sit right, and that was the choice she made. So you would need to ask her any, uh, anything else. So at the end of the day, now that she has resigned, Cara Peak was her second um, deputy CEO. So like in any other commercial um, company, you would step up and make your second. You look in-house, especially in these days. Um, there's a lot of trial and error happening within Aboriginal affairs and stuff. But, um, you know, it's good that Cara has this opportunity now. She's a, um, she stepped up to do the interim CEO. Um, she's going to have a lot of challenges as well, um, just like all of us. But she um, is a young lady that she'll be able to put her name into the arena if she wants to be a C the CEO of Yarra once all of those um, positions are called for. And that's our charter is to make sure that we um, try to get a new CEO, we get a new NBY board, um, so that we can move forward both in the cultural space and the commercial space, but there has to be a balance. Deborah Bigram and Jahani Mahmud is in the studio with us as part of our Yari Nyambaburu segment. They're co-chairs of the incoming cultural board that's always been a part of business at NBY. Neil Fong, that's been... A known name added recently to the list. Where does he come in? He's, he was on the previous board, which which is outgoing. So he's he's no longer on the board. Um, you know, he's still obviously a part of the Yarra community, well respected, um, but he, he's no longer on the board. <clears throat> um, and so, uh, so that's why Deb and I are the co-chairs now, just until the next um, AGM. Of course, Neil Fong and, and like Deb's already explained, all the other MBY directors are more than welcome to put their hand up again uh, to jump on the board if they want to. I think our AGM is normally, you know, our um, NBY AGM and our Yaru AGM is normally around November. But there's normally a, uh, you know, legal process where we put out a notification to let community members know um, that the AGM is coming up so they can express their interest or nominate themselves. And, um, you know, Neil Fong and everyone else that were previously on the board and the rest of Yarra community are more than welcome to put their hand up to um, jump back on board. As I said, we're the interim, um, the interim board members and uh, we'll just hold the reins until... The reason why we did an interim sort of like we just quickly did a consultation amongst the existing board uh, directors in, within the Yaru corporate group um, structure was because if we, you know, had put out an expression of interest and invited, you know, other Yaru community members to put their hand up, and th the whole process might take a month or two. Um, and by that point, they'll get on board, get familiar with the routine, or sorry, the role. Um, maybe have a couple of meetings, and then we're straight into the AGM again. And so that's why there was a consultation done in t internally with the existing directors. 
um, to, to get people in because we needed directors in place straight away. Um, and that's how we ended up on the board. Has uh, David Portolano been one of those resignations? He was formerly a chair, wasn't he? Um, David's always been, uh, David was the deputy, um, sorry, the, yeah, the deputy chair. Um, and held the reins for a good while through um, all the COVID stuff, actually. Done some wonderful jobs, um, and it was in his own right. You know, he comes from a very strong family, um, but he's a well-respected um, policeman as well. So he had a very hard job to do and had done it well, I think. Um, but as a young young person, and to do the right thing um, and not make anything um, like most people on these situations if one if the board is going to go it's just easier if everyone resigns and we go back into re-electing somebody else somebody else now I, I would think that maybe david might put his hand back up again but then you know he um it depends on him all of those directors outgoing definitely um could put their hand up um, any Yarra person can put their hand up if they're a member of the Yarra community. Um, and like Jahani said, we'll be calling for expressions of interest. Um, and that's a process that you go through. So, um, yeah, definitely. He's a very strong young lad. And, um, yeah, he does some wonderful thing, has done and seen, um, seen NBY and the Yarra community right through, um, through the... Um, COVID stuff. He was my second as well, um, young lad. He wanted to learn when I was chair early in the piece. Um, we all we were young at one stage and we, you know, we have to bring young ones through as well. Um, so, you know, it's a good opportunity even now with Jahani. Um, I think it's a wonderful thing that we consider as co-chairs um, so that, you know, a younger person can come through as well. But there's always going to be knowledge that has to be sometimes called upon and um, that's where we always get advisors or the right people. You need to know, which is another good thing about Yarra, we have the um, cultural reference group, so we have seniors, seniors, the morning teas. So across the whole business of Yarra, in the commercial space and the cultural space, there are so many things going on that, um, you know, the, the amount of funds that Yarra have we do for $1, I, I would think we were spending $10, you know, to get that $1 thing going. Because sometimes things don't cost money to do, but it makes a big impact on the social side of things within our community. And just ordinary business don't understand that sometimes. What's the community reaction been to all of these announcements? Um, I guess... There's been some pos positive responses, and you know I haven't really seen any negative responses personally, um, but I have seen I have received some queries uh, about the process, um, and um, basically I, I guess the, one of the main queries that were, uh, did come to me, and I guess I will touch on now, is because we put out a media statement about the changes, and it, it kind of begins with you know because of Yaru members' concerns, um, and because a lot of people weren't aware of what's going on and so they're wondering what concerns who was concerned um and so who was a part of this initiation you know of the changes <clears throat> and so basically because it was internal issues within the within the corporate structure i guess um and amongst 
So the Yaru members were obviously board members, but also uh, leadership and other staff members within NBY. So these were people who were uh, directly affected by things that were happening, yeah, things that were taking place. So choices, uh, sorry, decisions that were made, um, and um, the pathways of of the decisions, I guess, uh, wasn't aligned with the way that people thought we were going initially before that. <clears throat> um, and so the the Mabu Lian was kind to sorry just kind of starting to fade away. And so there was an unease sort of disharmony um, from the Yaru members within this space. <clears throat> and so obviously you can understand when things are getting tense, you don't want things to go like public just yet. We want to try and sort out some problems first, or issues rather, um, and then we can put out a positive sort of media statement <clears throat> or a release rather. And that way then we can all move forward positively because... You know, I grew up um, sort of told I can't just keep coming up with problems and telling people the problems. Uh, you know, like my dad or whoever it was, they've got a you've got to suggest a sort of solution as well. And so that's kind of a um, the mentality we took to let's address the problem. And then we tell people how we solve the problem uh, for now as a, as a temporary solution, um, but it, it's a fix up, you see. Um, and so, how was um, community responding? Uh, not everyone had responded, obviously, uh, but there was some positive. Um, responses, especially because of the changes that we put in place almost straight away. And so things like that, um, like initiating projects that were kind of on hold because of, a, because of some, of these, some of these internal issues. And so one of those things, I guess, was the, um, the oh, what is it called? The, there it is, the Broom Health and Wellbeing Campus. So that's one we, we, that was sort of started last year or maybe even before, well before I was on, NB, on the MBY board. Um, and it's obviously this is a positive, you know, a Mabu Leon, a real Mabu Leon project, um, which is what we wanted to get going back on the road again because not only as a part of um, a positive change for what we're trying to do on the board, but it's a really good, one of those vital, um, real, something that's really important for the community, you know, not just Yari members, but also Aboriginal community members and non-Aboriginal people. <clears throat> and so it's basically a space that we've um, allowed down in the corner of the Clemson Street and the end of Dora Street, near the old meatwork site, um, for like a healthcare sort of campus, yeah. So a place where different healthcare service providers can come together and establish themselves um, to make things easier um, for for all their all their clients and whoever else. Hey, a place that's not not very sh far from from the ocean as well, and so it's, it's a real real good Mabu Lian place there, isn't it? But um, I I. Uh, I hope there is a positive response from, from community. I've seen a couple of sort of Facebook comments and things like that about some of the things that we've been doing so far. And um, I guess all we can do is, you know, ask our community members for their trust. As PBC directors, we're elected by community members and, um, you know, to represent and protect their interests and rights. And this is what we're still doing. I think one of the things that people don't realise is throughout our corporate group structure, there's several different entities. And so not a lot of people understand the how it all works, how to put it all together. Um, and so one of the main things to remember is that community is always at the top of that whole structure, <clears throat> the Yaru native title holders. Anyone that's born Yaru is a native title holder, okay? Um, and so they can become members, and these people become a member of the Yaru native title holding organization. Then there is Muramala Yaru, and that's basically a, like a risk management sort of entity that's put in place. It's a holding entity that was sits underneath Yaru, but it sits in between Yaru and Nyambaburi Yaru. Nyambaburi Yaru is um, our sort of our, it's been referred to recently as a development and economic arm or entity. <coughs> Excuse me. 
but it's basically our non-for-profit organization that does all our practical work yeah so this one helps to look after our community helps to look after our country so you know everyone within our community not just our yaru people um it also looks after our country you know it's got a ranger program we've got a whole land and sea department in there uh that works with our uh, you know yaru joint management relationship with the conservation parks that we have four different parks by the way including a marine park and the ranges and everything that's involved inside that space which also includes tourism hey so not from our side of things but we manage the tourism and recreational activities inside those areas through the with our in, uh joint partnership joint partnership with the with the state government then we also have obviously maintaining our culture so things like having our archive you know protecting our past um you know we never had a, a library as part of our culture before and so today we have that ability um to storing whatever we can developing uh you know a language center which is what we have we had that for a while working on a dictionary to ensure that our language and our rest of our culture doesn't disappear like some others have around the country um so protecting that but also ensuring that we've got the future cultural leaders coming through yeah <clears throat> um and so that's kind of what NBY does it's a it's a practical entity non-for-profit holding organization it's hard to call entities like this a non-for-profit entity because we always need to make a profit to survive yeah we're not making a profit out of greed or anything like that everybody every aboriginal group around australia are trying to survive and that's what this organization is doing for us yeah um and also obviously including opportunities for non yaru and non aboriginal people as well um and that's basically the structure that's how we work but the whole structure follows a vision the same vision <clears throat> and that is making mabulia unreal for everyone always the only thing differences between the different entities is that each sort of entity has a different role to play but they still follow the same vision and under the guidance of community which is represented through the pbc directors which is to protect uh their native title rights and interests yeah and obviously excel wherever we can we're trying to come out of poverty still poverty still um we we we're not ahead just yet um but we're doing the best that we can and most of that has come out of passion yeah. wow that's a big ship over there to be steered with uh, where future developments are going to go because what is uh, there in place at the moment seems uh, to be just uh, strengthening from uh, uh, moment to moment debra just lastly it's really an opportunity of uh, standing back and taking a, a deep breath looking at the future isn't it um i definitely i don't think i would have put my hand up to come back in if i didn't think that there was a future um i i know that in the past there's been a lot of hard work that's gone on and unfortunately we have a lot of people who's left us who's guided us right through these years through you know health and healing some people have passed on you can still you know i can sit underneath a certain tree and i can hear those voices you know jahani just said what nby did with all of the cultural side and all that and what wonderful projects we have but on the commercial side as well like palmer rober um um real estate over there that is a project that was first done early in the piece which we um you know the old people wanted to lift our spirits and and say look we need to own something take ownership of risk we took that ownership of risk because yaru's um 
native title and the Iluas um, were set up totally different to other um, organisations. Um, we were a one-off payment, so we had to make it. Right from the day dot, the risk was there. One-off payment, we have to make some money, but we don't have to sell ourselves out. So the Palmer Road um, real estate, um, Burgenburg, that um, is over there, is wholly Yarra's. Um, we took that risk, we built, but at the same time we built social housing as well as um, having young people come and buy houses um, and uh, we did things a little bit different. But that made people at least acknowledge that we can do this. We don't have to be on welfare if we take the chance to, um, and it's a you know, I'm not saying it's bad to be on, look, government, give us this, that and everything else, because that's our right anyway. We should be having things that every other Australian citizen should have. Um, housing is one of them and health is another and education. Um, that's what was driven from the old people. So that's where I'm looking for the future. I've had that in the past. I know that's what was driven. Mabulian um, was right through the whole thing. So yourself, your community and the land cannot be separated. So that's where, where my passion is. Um, I'm hoping that um, I don't come over too strong sometimes to people because I'm very passionate about it. Um, but, you know, like you were one of my little students in the long time from Nulungu days, Sandy, and so you know that um, those kind of things, I've not changed. I've just made sure that within the rules that apply to us these days, we just have to make sure that we're aware of the rules because not everybody understands the dynamics of how um, the Yarra PBC has been set up, how we, how we came to have our two Illuas with the government and um, have the, um, the Shire um, sign on those two um, Illuas. They are legal binding documents that have to be seen to, and that's where how come Muramala sits there to make sure that all all is in tune all the time, so that um, if sometimes and this is a situation we've arrived at, and sometimes it's not um, it's out of our hands, but you you have to step back into the arena sometimes, and yep, I've done that, and I hope that I've I, I can do justice for the young people now, old people that's passed as well as are still with us and there's a future for all generations to come within to, you know, Broome is on our river it's, it's surrounded by our lands, people say oh it's here but it sits on our country so we need to make sure that it's um, doing the right thing and moving forward yes but um, Sometimes it can be moving too fast or those opportunities that come our way. I just would like to know that we have those opportunities and we talk about it before we say, yes, we'll have it. Because that cultural stuff has to, has to be there all the time. That's just who I am, I think. Hence the new board and uh, the mm. reflection with uh, changes yet to come, keeping up with the fast-moving pace of what's happening here in Broome. Deborah Pigram, thank you. And uh, Jahani Mahmud, thanks for coming in. It was lovely speaking to both of you as co-chairs of NBY. Thanks very much, Sandy. Thanks for having us. And uh, just a secret in reference uh, to Miss Debbie there being 
a sewing teacher of mine many years ago. She was strict, but very generous. 